Welcome to episode 324 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Right, guys, welcome along to episode 324 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom, Bevan James Isles. How you going, mate? I'm very good, and you? I'm a little bit hectic. Yep, just got off the plane. I literally got off the plane from Hong Kong, and I've, I've caught a taxi, $70. When you said taxi, I thought, surely Bevan's not paying for that one. $70. $70. That's almost like the flight. <laughs> Maybe not to Hong Kong, but if you go to Auckland or something like that, 70 bucks. That's a new trick. The cat even climbs on... The clothes rack. Is Eating Joe's undies. Yes, yeah, is she's sniffing Joe's knickers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talk is proudly brought to you by Coffeesofwai.com. Uh, tasty coffee. Athletics.com. Tasty athletes. And extreme endurance. Tasty results. Mm. This might be a bit of a short show this week, guys, because we normally record at six in the morning and it's currently nearly three PM and we've got a we're next legends podcast to do. It's gonna be a big one. And it's a big one. And then we've also got to do this show yeah. and I have to be wrapped up by about Five ten past five, so it could be could be the shortest one we've done in a while. It could be, could be, but we've got a couple good pieces of news coming up. So first of all, in this week's show, what we've got coming up here, John? I've got my show notes in front of me. News is brought to you by SLS. Well, no, we've got news. We've got website of the oh, week, yes. coaches' corner, questions and answers. But to be honest, half of that may not happen. Exactly. We might just have a big news segment today. Could be because it, it was a big news week, wasn't it? It was. The Olympics are now done and dusted. And uh, do you want to start with the triathlon? Or do you want to start with the Olympics as an overall? Well, we just got another cheeky gold this morning. Yeah, got the old shot putter got booted out. Yeah, which was uh, she did look like a man, didn't she? she? Well, she did. What was what was? I think a lot of the shot putters have got some masculine traits to them. But what the giveaway for me was she started setting all these records this year. And but in Belarus, she didn't go outside Belarus to compete. Yeah, and, and her best like, outside Belarus was like two meters off. Yeah, so, so it, was it was all a bit suspect. Mm, a bit suspect. <laughs> but the, but the main thing that happened last week for us, and, and firstly, congratulations to the Great Britain outstanding Olympics. Yeah. I, I have not. I don't have. I didn't have never had this feeling about the Olympics where I've been watching heaps of it. Coverage's been great. For me, also, my kids have been getting into it, so it's just been brilliant. Well, I also, um, I was on the way home, I was sitting next to one of the commentators. Oh, right. Yeah, and, um, and they were just saying, just really well ran, everything mm. was really smooth on their side of the ledger, it was just mm. professional, the atmosphere there was, obviously all our UK listeners can talk to this, but the atmosphere was phenomenal, and even as someone, as a spectacle watching from the outside, it was just it was just a great Olympics, wasn't it? Very, very Yeah, good. yeah. Did you watch your um, closing ceremony? No. I see. I got to watch it because I was just in Hong Kong in my hotel room, just doing yeah. some work. So, and it was again, it just really over delivered. So, well done, Spice Girls. That's what I need. Yeah, that's, that's all, all you need, John. That's, that's all, all you need. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. <laughs> so, um, let's talk about the triathlon race first, eh? Because obviously, we, and we got some emails saying, give us some in depth on it. So, going into the race, did you put your bet on? I didn't, but it was yeah. I, you picked out of both your bets. I did. Yeah, I, I, I just didn't get around to going for it. I mean, I, I was convinced Alistair Brownlee was going to win, and it was only paying a dollar seventy, so it was you know, okay. it was, wasn't great money. Um, so no, I didn't put my bet on. Okay, but, so go, but going in, good day, good conditions, mm, um, cool, massive crowd, massive crowd. Would have been a buzz of a race to do. Yeah. Um, they kick off, kick off the swim. Got away. Business as usual. Although it did spread out a bit more, as much like the women's race, because what you need to remember with the Olympics is it's not necessarily the best 50 athletes in the world. It's the most of the best athletes, but, you know, the Germans, say, ranked 
four through six and the, and maybe the Frenchies ranked four through six are, are generally going to be in the top 50 in the world so that's probably why things spread out a little bit more in, in so the you didn't have kind of guys who kind of didn't quite make it who would yeah, keep the pack together exactly yep. so but I was, I was really pleased to see that the swim did break up a bit and you had you know a couple of distinct groups which made it interesting on the bike did, um, did you think that, that group would stay away at first because it was a pretty oh. strong group not really. If if that second group had been bigger, possibly yes. But given there was only about you know twelve to fifteen in that second group, and there were some good workers in there, yep. kind of thought they'd um, they'd reel them in. So uh, I was just glad that that first group does end up staying away on the bike. Yep. Probably one of the pleasing things to me. One thing that annoyed me and also pleased me. It's a it's a bit of an oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah, but was um, when they were chasing down, you know, when they were chasing down Brownlee um, and that in the, in the front group, you had guys sitting in on the back, guys like Andy Potts and Courtney Atkinson. You know, when you when you when you're cranking it and you've got to, you've got to chase down the Brownleys, it's not like you're chasing down a bunch of mugs who are just swimmers and can't run for death. If you don't catch those guys, it's game over, over. Yeah, it was the end of the day, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And so I understand you've got to save yourself for the legs uh, you save your legs for the run probably once you catch them but when you're doing the chase I was really but is it a catch 22 John like those guys who are sitting in the back of the pack when those guys were, were pulling them up is it a catch 22 because you know you, you haven't got a chance of you unless you have fresh legs yeah but some but people like Potts and Atkinson they should believe they've got a chance for possibly getting in the top five versus you know you just let six guys ride at the road all of a sudden you're racing for seventh so that was really frustrating so I was really pleased to see that they didn't actually do very well and that our Kiwi boys um, beat both those guys in particular and you know I think some people were giving some of the guys a bit of grief saying why aren't you attacking on the bike and you saw a couple of attacks but what you've got to remember is that pack must have been going at a pretty decent clip the whole way around and when you try to attack when the pack is going at say yeah. four 40 to 43k an hour you can only go a couple of k's an hour quicker and it was you're just, not going to break the pack are you no. no so the only way that there could have been a, a, a break in that bike would have been if uh if the whole groups had come together but you still would have had like Stuart hayes um um you know pulling things back a bit so uh so yeah it's um the bike was it was so, so, so interesting what, so what was interesting about the bike Simon Whitfield coming off was disappointing <laughs> it was insane yeah, that crash. poor guy and, and, and did you see the, the nice kind of story that came afterwards no oh so the guy who he took out of the race as well yeah. wrote a really lovely post I, I can't remember I did read it on Facebook and put it on Facebook and just kind of saying you know what it was an accident and you're, you're one of my heroes and uh, and it was kind of a, a nice sportsman kind yeah. of that response was, that was a pretty rough crash totally his own fault but um yeah well he was unlucky really wasn't he because he went over that kind of slippery kind of and he didn't have his hands mat, his... yeah and then he kind of just went and went, then when he went he went didn't he oh, poor bugger yeah so the bike was was good you know the, the pommies played it well i've got to say you know brownlee alistair brownlee would have run the race regardless but his his tactics on the bike were i didn't really think were that smart he was oh no no not at all that's the thing yeah he was like uh, he was just trying to win the race from this no yeah. like he wasn't racing smart he if, was just smacking it if he had lost he would have felt like a right dick because but, uh, but is that just is that the mind of a champion I don't know. It's uh, because he's so much better than them. Yeah, like because I, I was watching it and I was just watching him, and he just kept attacking. There's no need, you know, like as you're saying, they're not going to really get away, mm. and there was no need for him to be attacking. He knew he was the fastest runner. He could have easily sat in at fifth, sixth, and just mm. kind of had a happy day, but he just kept attacking. I was like, you know, but th- is that what the greats do? 
I don't, I don't think it was very smart tactics. You know, maybe the odd attack here and there. Yeah, but, but he but was just going and it. going and going. He did, and he won that run time. Yeah, but he was he was it was pretty close. <laughs> it was it was uh, I thought Gomez was going to have it. So the run was fantastic. Kind of went as you'd predict. You know, was the front three pulling away. But um, Gomez, thought, you have to give credit. Eh? Oh, I thought he was looking pretty good. I actually thought he had the goods on him there for a while. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, oh, so I really I never did. did. Oh. The middle middle stages of that run, I thought. Brownlee, you know, he, he, I, th- I thought it was 50-50. Yeah. You know, Gomez hasn't been that close for a long, long time, and he stuck with him for a long time. And he Because um, yeah. it, it would have only lost, what, about 20, 30 seconds in the end? Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't, it wasn't that much in it. So, um, no, it was a bloody good run. So, so the run. So, Jed Brownlee's got beautiful technique, hasn't he? He's, 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 drills he's, it. He's, and pitch a perfect technique, yeah. eh? Like, it's just watching his technique, his turnover, his foot placement, his, his angles, and just, yeah. he just flies, doesn't just he? Just drills it. Because the big story was that, that he did the same time as the 10,000 metre. Oh, or oh, a bit, no. bit a minute off. Yeah, yeah. it's quite a bit. No, sorry, no. I know, okay, no. But it was funny. I got an email a couple of days before it because someone said, oh, the time they did in the 10,000 metre was, you know, two minutes off what yeah. Brownlee can do. And I was kind of like, well, you know, it's a totally different sport and, you know, different beast. But, um, but still, it was pretty quick. Yeah, no, he is quick, but the 10,000 is a, yeah, is a tactical race. Um, I had a runner, I saw a runner, I was out at the weekend, and he said, oh, yeah, but is it accurate? And I'm like, well, Olympics. Some, yeah, sometimes they're not super accurate, but they're pretty close these days. You're so, thinking the Olympics, surely. Yeah, and um, he's consistently at a number of courses around about that pace. So I don't think it w- if it was off, I don't think it would have been off by too much. So his run split was 29. would have been 29 flat. He may have even dipped under Yeah, he would have gone under, I reckon, just. Because he was 29.07, didn't he? Yeah, so that's, yeah. Um, that's pretty full on. So, and my next question, John, obviously yeah. Brownlee was a legend. Yeah. What else did you think about the race? Uh, Gomez is obviously a legend well, as well. The thing is, he's the best swimmer, he's the best biker, he's the best runner. What would have been intriguing is if you'd had somebody who was a fantastic swim runner or a or a fan, and may, if you know there's nobody in the field that can run as fast as Brownlee. Normally you'd have somebody who could run faster than the winner, but they might be back in the third bunch. Mm. He's just got such an advantage when he's just the best at all three. You, how do you beat him? Um, how do you beat him? Well, the same thing. I mean, it'll go, it goes around in cycles. We'll roll around to the yep. next Olympics. You know, Simon Lessing for a long period was like undefeatable impossible but eventually he came back so you know you got to think Brownie's pretty young he'll probably still be rolling come he'll be, Rio, Rio he'll be strong still but um, you would think but hey the sport's changing but hey if I think in New Zealand right now we've got to find somebody to get a medal at the Olympics firstly you've got to be able to run probably I don't know close on 28 flat for, run, for a 10k run there's probably not that many New Zealanders that can run that even the runner runners no. and then they've got to be able to swim you know, an amazing. Swim no, you're right. Time. You really, not many Kiwis go under no. under 29. Yeah, as as just a flat runner. Yeah, so wow. the, the top top guys do. Yeah, well under, but um, hey, they've got to do triathlon. So it's a real challenge, and the whole rest of the world's got that same challenge as, uh, you know, running a being a good runner or trying to teach yourself to be a runner is, is no longer good enough. I'm okay with that. I've got some cake because I'm hungry <laughs> and I'm still working. I need to, I should have should have done this another day, but um. Okay, so Brownlee's a legend, no denying it. Really, yep. really cemented. He really goes down as a legend now too, doesn't he? Yeah, you've got to. If you yeah, really yeah he's a legend from this moment forward. Mm. Like He was a great athlete before that moment, won the World Champs, won the World mm. Series. It was always going to be on that. But if he'd never won anything from today forward, before the Olympics, you'd go, oh, great athlete, never reached potential. Now he's, it's official, isn't it? Exactly. So then um, uh, Gomez, 
amazing race. Amazing. Just, you know, he's a bit like a, you know, Jan Ulrich or something, just around, seemed to be around in the wrong era. He was dominating a few years ago. He was yeah, just he was crushing the, man for the last Olympics, wasn't he? Yeah, and, uh, and now he's got to figure out a way to try to run even faster. But, but is he a bit past it now? Like, is this, was that his last chance? Yeah, yeah, for Olympic-wise, yeah. but... Yeah, he was he was pretty close. He was pretty oh, he close. was amazing. Yeah. yeah, he definitely was pushed apparently, didn't he? So then, um, the younger boy, uh, Jonathan Brownie. Yep. yep, got a you know he's got a big future in front of him. He just doesn't he doesn't quite have that same animal factor of Alistair, mm. um, where he just goes out there and crushes it. But still, he uh, I, I was really happy that Gomez one second right because he Brownie had that penalty it would have been a shame if if Gomez had got second by like 10 seconds or something like that that would have been a bit of a shame so Gomez really earned second place which was great and yeah Jonathan Brownlee wasn't really too much of a surprise that he got third and our performances you you kind of like Looked upon the Kiwi boys a bit slow. Oh, I thought, look, a big goal for the Kiwis would have been top 10 and they just missed out on that. So yep. they, were, they were a little bit disappointing, but but still not not too far off. So it was, um, yeah. So John, I'm curious, because you're always one talking about, you know, medals as funding, you know, for like, I'm, I'm, and I'm just talking purely New Zealand right now, but we've got no medals. Mm. Um, technically not a very good Olympic for us, you know, if, if medals are our, our gauge. Mm. What happens to new funding in New Zealand they don't just look at it that in isolation. They'll look at the World Series and see how our athletes are ranking on that. So I think we'll be okay. Um, it's just, yeah, it's going to be a bit of a changing of the guard now. You know, there's quite a few guys we're going to see dropping out now. Mm. You know, you have all the, you know, Doherty, Gemmel from New Zealand, guys like Tim Don, guys like Simon Whitfield, Hunter Kemper. There's quite a big guard that have been there for, for a while now they're going to drop out. And uh, we may well see a few more people than Ironman. So funding for New Zealand is still a priority sport. So uh, for us, it's not too much of a concern. Now, I know you always say Bevan Doherty will never do long course. Well, he's going to do halves. I just don't know if he'll do Ironmans. Gemmel, he'll be, he'll be on the Ironman game. You pretty, pretty next soon. year? Yep, I be, wouldn't be surprised. Bevan, not so sure. Who else? Who else of the, you know, other than New Zealand? Who else do you see kind of t- making that kind of shift that's over good, to our world? It's a good question. I'm full of them, mate. Yeah. Although, no, um, we just an interview, pretty great interview, and John pulled out a legendary question. <laughs> you have did. to wait for that one. You have to wait for <laughs> it. Uh, I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. Oh, that's great. Yeah, sorry yeah. about that. Because I just, I don't... Because <laughs> it's such a good question, there's yeah, no answer. Someone like a Whitfield... I don't know, you know, will he have the desire to crush it? He's been at this game for such a long time and Ironman distance. Kemper? I think it's under Kemper, no, no, can't see that happening. Um, yeah, no, I'll, I'll give it some thought and come back next week. Okay, who's good. Who's going to be the next, next greatest one? good questions. Okay, um, so the Olympic highlights. Um, Long news today, okay, remember? We'll chuck the ads in the news. <laughs> yeah, um, probably for me, I really enjoyed the track. Um, I thought it was very impressive to see... Um, um, Track cycling. Mo Farah take the five oh, and ten thousand meters. I missed it. Slow times, but hey, pressure. Tell me about how it went. Hey, they just left, left it to or the five thousand. They just sort of left it to the end and and uh, just slow times. And he just um, mowed it in the last mowed it. Really? Mo it just in the last one. But that's what he does normally, isn't it? He normally. I, I don't know. I don't follow the athletics very closely. I know he's he was always one of the favourites, but to win the five and ten thousand double was pretty impressive. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. So lots it? lots of different performances that were awesome. You know, well, John, the, I'm pulling uh, out the medal tally here. And New Zealand's just gone up. We, we, we must finish almost in the top fifteen now. I'd say. So you got to say countries that have done well. You got to say the states. 
States, yeah. Yeah, they had a good Olympics. They actually won more, a lot more medals than they did last time, especially nice. gold medals. Yeah. Last time the Chinese won the overall count, China wasn't as strong this time. Didn't China not finish on top? No. Jesus, America must have just smoked it right there at the end. 12 medals, 12 more goals. And I was reading an article today where they actually said how they do last time in comparison to this time. So America had a great Olympics. Great Britain, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Like, phenomenal. All the clutch moments they got, almost all the clutch moments Yeah, they, they just it. had a great Olympics, didn't they? Like, as a country, I'm sure they're pretty pretty feel pretty good right now um, you know what without setting up New Zealand we had a great Olympics we had our equal, our equal best ever Olympics and, and what, I, what I think is really cool about what New Zealand did is that like if you look at like Jamaica uh, Jamaica were the best country per population I think or there's another country that got one medal right. but they only have 100,000 people there and Jamaica did well but Usain Bolt pretty much did well yeah, yeah. and whereas in New Zealand we got six medals and it was pretty much across five different sports yeah if it hadn't been the rowing we wouldn't be so good <laughs> yeah well yeah we still you know as as an overall we we had a bit more of a range of medals we won so kiwis did pretty well um who disappointed john well <laughs> who disappointed no i actually i'm actually happy that australia finished in front of i would have felt so bad for australia if we'd imagine if new zealand had actually beaten them and we were only one Mate, goal john, i guarantee you. right now if we had eight goals in 87 you wouldn't be feeling bad for australia uh, come on yeah. come on <laughs> It wasn't their best Olympics, unfortunately. Last time Olympics, they got 14 goals. This time they only got seven. So it was a bit of a rough, rough Olympics for them. Yeah. But you say that. They had 16 silvers and 12, 12 bronze. So they're there or thereabouts. But just obviously, you know, you talk about Great Britain in those clinch moments. Mm. These guys obviously just didn't get it this time. They which didn't. Is, which no. is very odd for Which Australians. is unlike Australians, aren't they? Because totally. as a sporting nation, they normally are. Yeah. So if we're playing Australia in hockey, you're thinking, yeah, you're those thinking, cheeky uh, bloody Aussies are going to come back and get even when you Even if you're winning 100 points to Australia in a game or something, you're always, oh, they're going to come back, you yeah. know. And it was very un-Australian-like. So um, they're probably not... I'm totally happy with the Olympics, but um, they'll be back. Yeah. Um, but yep, overall great Olympics. Great Olympics. SLSTry.com. We're going we're gonna to insert some sponsors oh, okay, into yeah, our news. We've SLS already got 20, 40 minutes to show to go. Well, the, uh, what the, you saw quite a few people running in compression socks in the marathons, especially the women's. I didn't see the men's marathon. Was that good? Um, it was interesting. I just saw the highlights of it. And this Ugandan, Ugandan dude... Uh, Smoked them, he got dropped, and then he came back and smoked these two Kenyans. Oh, he got dropped and came back. Yeah, it was very impressive. He won by about a minute, didn't he? Um, I saw the results, I think it was around a minute. Yeah, no, it wasn't. It was fairly close between the front three, but quite a different I was, marathon. I was having a meeting with someone, yeah. and, uh, and I knew the TV was behind me, and, yeah. and I wish I had a different seat because I, the marathon was on, and I was really gutted. The whole meeting, I was trying to do this meeting, but my mind was elsewhere. So. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. A lot more spread out than what you'd get at a traditional Just big, big city marathon. Yeah, really yeah. Spread, spread out. You know, you only had three Kenyans versus probably 20 as normal. Mm. Um, but yeah, and then the marathon, a lot of people wearing compression socks. A um, number of the athletes on the track wearing them as well. One thing I love about SLS that I wear a lot is my SLS compression tights, ninety nine bucks, and they're they're just ninety nine bucks. Yeah, not but that's before discount. That's cheap ass, bro. No, bro. I know, bro. <laughs> Cheer, bro. Cheer, um, do we do it? So use your code IM Talk. Make sure you do get on and support our sponsors. They really uh, they look at you know how much support you guys are giving them to keep the show going. So the, I wear the the compression tights a lot. I sleep in them. When that is really doing, ch- like that, great tights, but geez, that price point is so cheap. It's good. And the quality. You look at some other brands, you're paying 200, over 200 bucks. I know, I know. So there you go. So compression tights. And the other cool thing that I um, I love as well, and they've got a bit of design to them, is their SLS compression full leave sleeves, which is basically your compression sleeves when you're four out leave cycling. Or four legs. 
sleeves for legs. What did I say? I don't know what I said. Okay, so uh, when you go out training, you've now got some basically some leg warmers that are also compression, so they're going to look after your legs while you're out there on the bike. Especially important if you're going into you know big camps and things like that. If it's a little bit cooler, these things are going to do the do the business. That so was a good cake. <laughs> you ate a lot of cake there, big boy. <laughs> um, so check it out, slstry.com. Make sure you use the code IMTALK. As I said, really important that you guys support our sponsors because uh, they keep the show rolling. They really do. Um, okay, so then our next piece of news is Ironman New York and Aquadrat. What was it? Aqua Aquadrat Sports Ironman New York. And we've actually had lots of feedback about this race because lots of you guys did it, and um, but I, I, we have to really start it with the sad news, really. Yes, a lot of deaths. You know, deaths continue in the sport, and the guy, one of the guy who died was from Hong Kong, and he was a fairly accomplished athlete. It wasn't yeah, like he it was, was just. Funny, a... I was teaching a spin class yesterday, and um, in so Hong you were in Hong Kong, yeah, yeah, I was from in Hong Kong. Kong, yeah. And there's a guy who's every time I go there, I've taught there quite a few times, and there's a guy who I don't think listens to the show, but he, um, you know, he does triathlon's quite popular in Hong Kong. I think we've got quite a big audience in Hong Kong, and it's um, quite a popular sport. And I was talking to him about it, and he said, "Yes, we're well, we're well known in our community. Really good athlete, like a you know pretty mm. top level athlete, um, and, and real kind of guy in the in the community kind of guy. And mm. uh, and he's got family of three. And yeah, horrible. So I don't think there's there's not much you can do about it. It's just no. like I don't think you, well, I don't know the circumstances anyway. But it's very sad. Um, but it's just happening more and more often. Don't know if it's just a numbers game or what. But um, it's interesting. It, it did get a lot of media, which is really interesting. Like it's a new James Botel sent us through some articles from New York Times, San Francisco Chronicle. Chronicle. It was on the front page of Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was, it was Andrew Naylor was the name. He was 43 male uh, police officer from Hong Kong. Um, so yeah, so yeah, pretty sad. The racing side of it, the swim uh, was fast as shit. Apparently, that's what uh, somebody somebody sent through an email saying it was fast as shit. So if, if you hadn't heard. Uh, uh, there was some real doubt that the swim was going to happen. A whole bunch of uh, raw sewage had gone in. Obviously, they did the testing, and it was it was good to go. We expected the swim to be I think it had gone by right. by the time. There was a problem the <laughs> day before it. Through, yeah. it should have blown through, John. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think by the time the race had come, because it happened a couple of days before the race, and they yeah. were concerned, and then, yeah, but by the time the race. Although, I did get feedback saying, still not the cleanest well, water in the world. It was never going to be. But the swim was incredibly fast because the currents, um, the fastest swimmers came out in 39 minutes. So for the, the pros, you know, that's around about five, six, seven minutes quicker than what they would typically come out in. So we expected that when you're swim course records don't really count for too much also got some emails in saying about the currents that they were changing a bit during the race so it did depend a bit when you started because if it was it wasn't a wave start it was just you know you jump in and you get going and if you timed your start you might have been able to get some some favorable um favorable tide changes so yeah, coming out of the swim, it looked like TJ Tolkinson and um, and Luke Bell coming out in th- low 39s, and uh, most of the other guys were sort of either 41s or 43s. But basically, it was really just a story of Jordan Rapp just dominating he again. He's having a Go great Rapster. season. He won the, you know, he's won a bunch of races this year, and he's, he's and he looks like he's ready to go to Kona. I guess my big concern is his swim's not there, and he's not going to be with the leader. Is he going to Kona? Kona. It's he's doing 41 right? minutes, John. He's going to cane Kona. Well, no, he's two minutes down on the guys that like Luke no, Bell. 41 minutes. It's how fast they swim at Kona. Right. Okay. Yeah, see? He's in. But he just crushed Is he doing Kona? Yes, apparently so. I read saying that he is. Oh, okay. Because he's kind of been publicly, you know, over, you know, he's done some good posts around, you know, is it worth going to Kona? And I thought technically or financially as a, as a, as a professional athlete, it was a pretty good decision to do this race. Hmm. And, and, but he's, he's now said he's you know he's run at low two forties, so he thinks he's he's ready to run it. But his swim's not going to be there, so he's going to have to ride up to the group, which he's certainly capable of doing because he rode a four twenty six, which just 
decimated everybody. And then well, pretty ran, much eight minutes faster than anybody else. I oh, know yeah. about five minutes in some of them, but and then he ran a two fifty nine on what was apparently an incredibly tough run course, very uh, hilly to start with, and just sounded extremely tough. Do you know one thing that'd be really tough about the course? What they do four one k loops at the end. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. What about <laughs> Times Square or something? Oh, I don't know exactly where it is, but someone. So I got an email through. I think it was Thomas Peoples. Oh, Ed Hawkins was telling me um, that you know it's, it was all good. You know, it was nice to see your family a few times, but it was a bit of a mind oh. mind game to actually go four times around. So Jordan Rapp took it out in eight eight eleven. He took it out from Maxim Kriat from uh, in eight twenty four. So it was thirteen minute victory, and Joseph Major there in fourth place in eight twenty seven. So between um, second and uh, say seventh, only ten minutes covering that sort of field there. So fairly fairly close racing. So the field, as you expect, pretty close to Kona. It was a good field, but it was not what you'd call a sort of a championship field. But hey. You know, you can only race who's in front of you, and it'd be really interesting to see how Jordan rack, racks up against um, the big boys. Well, it's also you know, as much as you know, it's maybe not the top, top, top level field. It was the guys who were there were all very competitive, weren't they? Mm. You know, like other than Jordan absolutely killing them, mm. you know, the rest of them within ten minutes. That's pretty great. And I mean, you don't see top ten within ten minutes of each other. Exactly. Mary Beth Ellis, very impressive performance. She swam forty thirty, so she was on. She was in front of the likes of Jordan Rapp coming <coughs> out of the swim. So that's pretty impressive. Would have been a buzz. Someone was saying, I, I, I need to write down who tells me what, but it was, it was at times it was almost worth just lying on your back. It was going faster than swimming. Oh really? Yeah, it was, <laughs> and we were just smoking it. Uh, she rode. Five 504 she, she rode much of the ride with Amy Marsh but Amy Marsh pulled away at the end and then she came off and ran a 314 for a 902 which sounds pretty bloody good on that course and she beat Rebecca Keats so pretty good performance for Rebecca Keats 913 and Amy Marsh faded a bit there on the run for a 915 she's been over a good year isn't she she has so you know that time on that course you know on paper, she's got to be sort of. You've got to probably give her a top five um, chance in Kona, I would say. Um, yeah, well, last year she had a bit of a rough day at Kona, but mm. she's pedigree. She's up there, isn't she? Exactly. Yeah, go, Mary Beth. So on the age group side of things, first a female age grouper by the looks of it was Kendra Goffredo from the states, doing a nine fifty and finishing eleventh overall. And on nice. the guys, Alan. Hovda from Norway came in in 9 hours and 12 minutes. Nice. Nice work. So some feedback we got on the race. Um, I got some race feedback from Ed Hawkins who raced it. And you know, James Hotel did some volunteer stuff. Mm-hmm. He said uh, Ed Hawkins was saying, as, a, as an athlete, pretty good race. Um, he was happy to have his swim PR, which is always mm-hmm. pretty good. Just saying, uh, as a race, as an athlete, pretty good. As a spectator, pretty Mickey Mouse. Right. Um, he said they did things like they... There was a bus to go out, you know, to watch you. Charge seventy bucks to go on the bus. Right. Nowhere to get back. Right. <laughs> so you kind of got stuck out in the middle of nowhere. So he said, first time he probably gives it, you know, like for a first time race, it was okay. wasn't amazing, but you know, you, you're going to give him a bit of a bit of leeway. It sounds very similar to Melbourne. Yeah. yeah when, oh, you got point to, when you got point to point races, you're going to have challenges. I think you. The feeling I'm getting, it's probably wasn't as good as Melbourne. Okay. Yeah, not not you know not terrible, mm. but from the feedback we got around Melbourne was, was the minor things were pretty minor. But but yeah. these are these first years for these races. Paul Chainsaw Link smoked it, finished second in his age grouper. Um, he's a pretty experienced guy, and he was saying bike five hundred one fastest in his age group. So the bike was tough, but not crazy tough. He said the run was ridiculously difficult. The first sixteen mile sixteen miles were just crazy. Uh, he ran. He said he, he bonked basically and still ran a three thirty eight, but he was still like third or fourth split in his age group. He said it was really hard run. Um, so nice work, Paul and Jason. 
Oh, we got he, uh, Jusek. Jusek. Yeah. Jusek. He was telling us about the swim starts and how the, the currents were going to be changing. So, tactically, you could have potentially got a little lift um, by, by being in a good position at the swim. Well, um, that's another thing Hawkins was saying was that really one of the problems was that they needed to have, you need to have estimated swim times because mm-hmm. it was just a bit Mickey Mouse at times and you'd get guys who were way slower and then they get bowled over by people who had started later and stuff. So maybe a better way to do a race like this is to kind of go estimated time and do a bit of a handicap start mm-hmm. or five-minute blocks based on something like that because it did sound like it was a little bit messy doing it that way at an Ironman race. So. Yeah, so Ironman New York, done and dusted. They seem to pull it off, you know. Okay, yeah, first year. And first year. What's been interesting, they opened their entries and now they've suspended entries so for Ironman in New York. Don't know all the facts yet. I know the one fact is they're trying to charge 1200 bucks, gone up from about 975 So that is a massive entry fee. But they're going to sell them. 1200 Yeah, they're going to sell them, but it must have been a huge amount of backlash because they've suspended entries saying, we've listened to, the, to, the, to our athletes and the complaints they've been having, and they've decided to suspend entry, try to oh, figure, wait, figure it all out, page. And, uh, and sort it all out. So um, I'll, I'll carry on. Bevan can... Well, no, well, no, the question is, what price point... Do you think they can pull off when it stops selling at races? Because I, I reckon. I, no, they'd sell it out at twelve hundred. I'm sure. Yeah, 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 totally. I, I guarantee if they went and I'm wasting. I'm going. I mean, I I reckon if they went and said, look, twelve hundred bucks, they'll sell it out tomorrow still. Yep. I would at, but what price point? You know, if they go two thousand, mm. d- does it not sell out? Like at what? Oh, I could pull up Ryan Ironman Barnett. No, <laughs> 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 no, yeah, Ryan, but well, you're a Facebook friend of mine, so we must be tight. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, triathlon maybe Iron Man oh, where is it just, uh, Iron Man you reckon that one there well it's probably got about 5 million bloody followers you just have to go Iron Man okay I'll just go Iron Man, Man. just search oh great podcasting this is, but it just goes back to Iron Man Ryan Ryan, Ryan Barnett Iron, Iron Man great podcasting triathlon it's got uh, triathlon that's got to be it doesn't no, it no it's not there's only got a thousand followers oh. anyway oh, I'm going to go there dot com no, go, go follow us on I'll, Facebook. I'll, I'll tell us about KMD Challenge Copenhagen. So that was on at the weekend. Aaron Farlow had another impressive win. Having a good season, He's isn't he? Having a good season. So he came home in 8 hours, 20 minutes and 9 seconds. And second was Mads Viltrup Pedersen from Denmark in 8.24. Close race with Jimmy Johnson in 8.25. Fastest splits, Aaron Farlow smoked it on the bike for the 4.26. Um, Andreas Busch had the fastest swim 46 and uh, Mads Peterson 245 on the run so nice work to those guys girls side of things Camilla Peterson from Denmark took it out in 912 from Elizabeth Christensen she was my pick last week 915 and Katja Koznak from Germany in 919 so good work to Camilla Peterson and Aaron Farlow 820 I think that's a bit slower than what they normally go on that course but it's the third time they've had it, 2,000 people. Tim Burkle um, was a defending champ. I think he's just faded a little bit there. So Did you nice talk about the cutoff? The cutoff, I wasn't 100% sure if that was factual or not, but I was led to believe that they changed the cutoff to 15 hours as well, and that caused a bit of backlash as well. People aren't very happy on their Facebook page, John. If it's meant to be friends, they haven't got many friends right now. Yeah. They're basically saying, you're raping and pillaging us. So my first Ironman was back, my first try was $25 back in 86. 12,000, 1,200, 12, that's the price point. So, yeah, people are pretty unhappy about the price point, which is interesting because it is only $200 more. Yeah. But I think maybe the combination of that Once plus changing the cutoff time, which I believe they changed to 15 hours, that might have tipped people over the edge. So they're going to look into it and come back to us all 
Well, they can't put the price up, can they? The people have spoken, John. Yes. The people have spoken. Interesting. Interesting times ahead. So, what else has been happening? Oh, sorry, I'm just distracted. Okay, where am I? Where's my mind at? Where's my head at? Ultraman Canada, we started talking about it last week. We've got to give those guys a bit of love, especially because my man hung on for the crushing victory. Did he get it, did he? Stephen Race. Oh, good work. He just killed them. He won. ended up winning by about, I don't know, 40 minutes. So he had a great run. You weren't so sure about the run, were you? I I thought he'd have a steady run, but he just he lost a bit of time on the run, but he still held off Chad um, Chad Hon. And uh, for a good victory, James Player was third, and David Craig dropped a bit on that last day into fourth place. Consuela Lively took out the women's race, and Stephen Stafford, it was his first victory, basically, and he just killed it. He, oh, uh, it was a pretty good victory. I'd he, love to be an, uh, an Ultraman champion. 30, about 35 minutes he ended up winning. He lost, uh, lost a little bit of time on the run, but only 15 minutes. And uh, he put in some solidly insane training, 12-hour wind training sessions and things oh, like really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he went out there and just basically did the dream race. So nice work. Okay, John, both this weekend we've got Challenge Vici coming up and we've got uh, Jonas Colting. Haven't seen him racing no, in a while. Oh, that's an Ironman Sweden. Oh, okay. Well, you said see below, John. Yes, yeah, well, you see below, below. <laughs> you should have put see below, below. Uh, so ch- Challenge uh, Ironman Sweden coming up this weekend. First time. Oh, you got to go to Sweden now. As, a, as an Ironman race. Uh, it's a Cal- used to be the Kalmar Triathlon, so there was a bit of um, bitching and moaning when Ironman took over because the prices, again, went through the roof in terms of uh, entry fees. Can we make that a discussion of the week? What price point would be too much? Oh, if you want. I thought I had quite a good one this week. Oh, Top- topical, topical for the Olympics. Okay, no, we can go for yours. Um, so I'm in Sweden. It's a 2,000 point race, $40,000 prize money. Jonas Colding's number one seed. He's Swedish as well, isn't he? Jonas, yeah, he used to come out here. He must be getting a bit long in the tooth these days, Jonas, so I'll be interesting to see how he goes. Gosh. But, but he's, uh, he's. I'm going to Sweden in a couple of weeks. There you go. I'll go see Jonas. Exactly. Yeah. Um, He's had a fantastic career. He's had plenty of medals at World Championships. He's finished second at Ironman New Zealand behind Cam Brown. So on paper, he is the man to beat. Um, there was a couple of interesting names on there that Andy. I saw. Right at the bottom, Andy Bouchery, the, um, who Tinko. he's probably just trying to find some points for, to, to get into Kona um, because he was, he was one of the real breakthrough athletes last year. So look out for him taking it down. Only 1,000 points, 25K. No. Oh, John, you're confusing me with your... Look, where are we? Am I allowed to do Vici now? 2,000 points, $40,000. Okay, am I allowed to do Vici? No, that's coming up next. Oh, but you're going to the top of the list. Well, it's coming up next because Jared Walbridge helped us out with it. Oh, okay. So also, first time Ironman Mont-Tremblant this weekend. Whoa, that's a good name. 1,000 points. It looks like a spectacular place to hold a race. Really? Uh, It's only $25,000 prize money. There's no pro list up, so we're not going to talk about them too much. Okay, challenge Vici, John. Yes. Yeah, Jared Walbridge sent through some stuff. He's got some information for your next show. Startness isn't great, so I've done a bit of work for them. He did the yards, John. And it's a bit of a Team TBB event, really, isn't it? It is. Stephen Bayliss won the race last year. I remember seeing, uh, saw the Kiwi guy, Jamie White, at the airport after that race. It was on the same time as, uh, as our epic camp. And you got Brett Carter, the Aussie, who's joined up Team TBB. Yep. And uh, Pete Brusick. Pete Brusick. Girls, we've got Carrie Lester. Nice. Or Lester Carey. Yeah. Gina Crawford. Oh, she racing? Yeah, by the look of it, we we are challenged, getting a bit challenged these days with uh, with startlets because a lot a lot of people are, seem to be entering and not and not showing up at races. So, um, so well, it's a downfall of the new system, really, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So uh, good luck to everybody doing Challenge Vici this weekend. Okay, although this this challenge, not sorry, I mean. it's challenge. Yeah, it's Challenge Vici. No, but Challenge probably will have the right pros on the list. They probably should. Yeah, probably. Is that pretty good? Jeff Curry, what's he saying? The race what to the it? summit. 
Oh, you, you, you jumped over here. Other races coming up this weekend, uh, the Midnight Man in Dartford, Kent. Then that's where they're going to basically do an Ironman oh, through the night. Oh, through Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, so starting at night, you basically you rock up, just register in the afternoon. Well, you know, pre-register, but turn up in the afternoon, do the race. You're back at home by lunchtime to see the family. What, what time do you start? I think it's like 7 o'clock at the night or something like that. Yeah, you'd be home for breakfast. Yeah. Yeah, you and I would be home, but we'd be waking them up. Yeah. You know, go, it's too early. Like, well, I just finished. I don't care. Finishing four in the morning. Yeah. Uh, so well, then maybe nowadays it probably will be more like after lunch. It'd be interesting. It's a multi-lap course. It'd be interesting to see how they pull it off, what sort of feel. Have you seen it I did, but they didn't have any pros or anything like no, that. No, but is it, does it look kind of half professional? Like, do you think it's, they'll get many entries? Uh, it would look like a fairly strong club. So good on them! I think it's a great idea. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Something different. Yeah, and they're cool to be racing in the sunrise. They've got a dual, dual carriageway that basically looks like they've closed down and um, multi laps. I think it's laps of ten k's to eighteen laps on the bike. Quite a few laps on the run. Interesting. That's interesting. The I Cruzada in Spain is on this weekend. The Ironman two two six, and we've got Challenge Vici that we talked about. Okay, and we've also Jeff Curry, the explosion, mm. sent through. Check out this new race in Scotland. It looks pretty iconic and tough. And it's called ratracecitytosummit.com. Well, it looks stunning, doesn't it? It does. So you, you have to run up Ben Nevis. I don't think you finish at the top of Ben it's Nevis. It's in Queenstown. Uh, maybe is it called Ben Nevis? Didn't we run up Ben Nevis in Queenstown on Epic Camp? We did. What's, uh, I'm sure the one in... I know what it is. You're right, but it must be one in Queenstown as well. Was it Ben Nevis? No, it's called something else in Queenstown. Okay. It's Ben Lomond in Queenstown. Oh, all yeah. the Bens. Yeah, Ben Nevis. Uh, so it looks like another sort of um, Norse Manny type event where you've got a, a swim down in Edinburgh, you bike across to Ben Nevis, and which looks like a fairly tough bike ride, and then you run to the top. I think you go over two two passes, so it'll be um, yeah tough weekend. So check it out. It's uh, race, rat race city to summit.co.uk no it's just .com but anyway .com. sponsor <laughs> for a short show we're going to get into sponsors what are we going to do here what are we going to do well how do we do athletes.com okay 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 so we had Ironman New York at the weekend well what are they, they called it the US US championship race one of the things that they've got going on athletes that we've talked about before is you can uh, you want to pull up this page because you're connected and I'm not um, I've got a link on the show notes you can put up there your results on Athlinks before they actually have the official live results oh confirmed. so you've got some results and so we've got uh, pull, we've got to pull up Thomas F Thomas F Wait a second. Thomas F he hasn't actually put his result there but he's got a picture of him and Chrissy uh. Thomas 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 Fernandez, nice work. From Massachusetts in the US of A. You've got to pick up your game, Thomas, and get your unofficial result up there. Paul Link, though, the chainsaw. He's, chainsaw Link, has he got his time up there? 9.33. Jeez, that's a good race. Solid, second in his age group. 47 to 9.33 on that course. Very solid. Paul Link, you rock. It's and amazing time. Rebby G, Rebby G, finished in 11.10. Jennifer Rebbe? W, 13.18. Kyle Bennett M, yeah, 13.32. Jeez, I'm impressed with Paul, Paul. What is it? Paul Lynch. Paul Chainsaw Link. Chainsaw Link. What's Marion's surname? Marion a bit of love. Oh, because they don't have their letters. They do. Marion Vincent. Marianne Look at that. That's a great finish. That may go down as one of the greatest finish line shots of all time, John. It's like a crowy sort of... He's done, but he's she's done jumping. Like she's mid-air. The timing is perfect. You've got to pick up. You, you, you cannot have that much energy at the finish. No, it's, John, it's, it's, a, it's, it's an illegal manoeuvre. It's adrenaline. It's an illegal. If you think if you're running, a, winning an Ironman, you have a bit of energy at the end. 
Well, you were winning in South Africa, you had a bit of energy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If, I think my calves would, go, would explode before I even got off the ground at that stage of the race. So that's what you can do on Athlinks, basically. When you've got done your race, done and dusted, um, before they've got their official results up there, because they do wait till it's all confirmed, you can put your unofficial results. So any races you've got coming up, put them on Athlinks, put them in your calendar so we can see what's coming up, and then when the, the race is done but the official results aren't up, basically just put up your time up there. Like all these guys, Paul, Rebby, Jennifer, Kyle, nice work. You guys rock. Okay, Athlinks.com. Athlinks.com. Um, question I have, John, is what was the question of the week last week? The question of the week last week was... This is probably going to go down as one of our best podcasts, but A, because I'm still tired. Yes. Jump off the plane, John. You've done outstandingly well. I have done off work. Well. Thank you. Tell me that again. You don't do give me much love after. <laughs> just, you've done, you done well. Thanks, mate. Do you know, Thanks. Belinda closed down her Facebook profile yesterday. Why? Because she got sick of it. She got sick of Facebook. So you're on it and she's not? Sorry? I'm, I'm not really. I'm sort of not. You're on it? Yeah, I sort of am. It was your birthday last week, wasn't it? No. When was your birthday? I remember I was thinking, oh, it's John's birthday. July. So well, there's a couple weeks ago. Where's a card? Late July. Where's a bloody Christmas card? Birthday card. Here you go. I love you lots. See you soon. Oh, here we go. We're swapping partners, are we? <laughs> Here's a birthday present for yeah. you. <laughs> Here's my wife. To take her. <laughs> the, the show ends next week. There's never a show ever again. The tears that were created. John wants to know. Should we do this next week? Why? Because you're not happy with this one? I haven't, I haven't read any of it. It doesn't matter, we'll just wing it. This is not our most quality show, let's be honest. John wants to know what does the quality of the profile to I'm in. It really matter to you. Can you read? Oh, because you can't read it because you're blind. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you, okay. Mark Chapman, no. It's about me and the clock. The general consensus was... No. No, that people don't really care. I yeah. mean, especially if they're in an event, Can I find they couldn't, yes? couldn't care less. Some people were saying yes as a spectator. It's always a bonus. Yeah, but but no, it's of, not something that I've thought about when choosing a race. Yeah, so if Macca, Crowey, um, Cam Brown all decided to turn up at uh, I'm in South Africa, doesn't sound like it would influence people to go over there and do it. Stacey, Stacey Divis Head, she's saying if it was Hawaii, she would. Hmm. So, so yeah. that's, that's interesting. Uh, questionable. Uh, I'm just trying to. Yep, Wes Little saying yep. Fewer pro means less money. Hmm. Um. No, mostly no, isn't it? It's consistently no. Oh, James Patel, he's got, sure it matters. I want Corey to hear my footsteps at Eagle Man. <laughs> <laughs> he did after he showered, fed and recovered. The pros define the sport, any sport, it matters. But it's not determining. I never shoot a hoop because Jordan was Jordan, but I've raced world championships with the world champion triathlon, mm. triathlete. So I'm just intrigued to know. I no. I, th- I think the pros are in a really weak situation. Yeah, they don't actually have any power, do they? No. Yeah, they're screwed. Um, so they want more money, but they don't really bring anything to the to the no. to the table. They do in Kona. Yes, they do in Kona. But no, but the like, argument you can ask, you can go for sponsorship dollars where the pro is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The pro, we buy crap because a pro wears it. We do. You know what I mean? And you look at the evolution of what top brands have been in bikes in the last twelve years since I've been around the sport. When when I first came to sport, everyone was running Kyoto. Yeah, you know what I mean. And now, now and then went through Savello stage. And if Lance was back this year, I'm sure everyone would have been riding tricks. Mm. You know. So when it comes to the products we buy, pros have a massive influence. Mm. When it comes to the races, maybe they don't have so much of an influence other than the big key races or races mm. that have, can afford. You know, to no, oh, no, it's only. Really I, I think though, for the race organizer. This is where it becomes important on a more of a local level. So if you're running Ironman New Zealand, 
so for the press to take any notice, you've got to have Cam Brown there, or you've got to have something else major yeah. happening. Otherwise, they probably just switch off. So I think from from a, from an Iron Man point of view, you need a couple names getting some. So main, 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 yeah. mainstream media, you've got to have some angles. Um, so I think that's one area where they probably do well, need it'll to It'll be interesting to see once Cam finishes, you know, Cam's maybe one or two or three more years left in him in New mm-hmm. Zealand. Um, <clears throat> didn't really want to put a number on that. Yeah. <laughs> we want to get him back on the show at yeah, some exactly. stage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, he actually likes us on his Facebook page. We're going to like from Cam Brown. Nice. Um, so hi, Cam. Um, but... It'll be interesting to see what they will do for PR once Cam leaves. Mm. You know what I mean? But it will be interesting to see what kind of PR they'll be able to get. Because Joe Lawn's probably in a similar sort yeah, of position yeah. as well. Got a few years left in her, but not three Yeah, yeah, definitely kind of... I guess Terenzo, he's, he's there, they're, they're probably you know, banking their money on Terenzo being there. But, yeah, no, it's an interesting thing because for the athletes being there... doesn't. But this question was really targeted at, as you, the listener, or as you, the, the athlete. So for you, Jombo... Mm. Would it matter to you? Not really, no. You know, I went to challenge Wanaka, not because it was I had my motivations to do yeah, it, but, but um, again, I wouldn't go and do Ironman Melbourne just because all the pros were going and doing it. So for me, the answer is no. So then you go, is there a way that pros can be value added? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you were to, if you were to know that on the Tuesday night, Crowley was going to do a get-together, exactly do a speech, mm-hmm. you know, and all the rest of it. Because you know what? People do like seeing the pros, mm. but maybe just because it's a race and you only really see them on racing, you only really see them run past you once or on the bike once and at the award ceremony, you don't really get a connection with them. So mm-hmm. maybe if there was more accessibility to them, but then it's their race week as well. And that's so where they've got to work together. The, the race, Ironman, all the race organisers have to work together with the pros to have meet the pros um, and, and make sure that the pros are bringing a bit more to the table. So you know, then they can say, hey, you know, we do need to be paid a bit more. So well, it's one of the downfalls of our sport is, is a, is a um, spectacle is there's no profit in selling the spectacle. You know what I mean? Like if you think about rugby, you know, New Zealand Rugby Union makes most of its money from selling the spectacle. Sure, they make money from merchandising and stuff as well, but it's, it's really TV rights yeah. and it's really tickets to games. That's mm-hmm. what really makes their money. Well, with an Ironman, you can't really sell tickets to watch an Ironman. No. So you're not going to make money there. The TV package doesn't really sell. You've got the one, one, event, one event yeah. a year, but yeah, so they don't have that revenue stream, mm. which maybe if they had that, if they had that spectacle, they could sell more. Maybe more Joe Public would know about the Meccas and, and oh, system <laughs> failure. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> Windows PC has just died. Dumping physical memory to <laughs> oh, no. Do not shut down. Jeez. Maybe that new laptop's going to have to happen Maybe a little bit sooner. Sorry, don't be me. Oh, system failure. Oh, no, that's not good. Um, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah. So, obviously, you pros don't really have much power. No, and uh, we, 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 the but is it also because there's no consistency of pros? You know what I mean? Like you don't, you know, it's very top heavy. That's uh, one of the issues I've got. Anyway, we better move on because we've got a few things to go over. Um, okay, yeah, this week's question. This week's question is because I wanted to bring an Olympic theme in here. Zlato Tomic sent in a question. That's a great name because we've got we've got names we can never say, but they're great. Yeah, he he, he said that I that I said that. Um, that I don't think, I don't Here I go. Here's an idea from not strictly for Ironman, but about Olympics. Still hope you like it. On your show with Gordo uh, interview, John commended, commented, sorry, that Alistair Brownlee is a world-class athlete at each individual sport. I don't think I quite said that, but carry you on. actually said you'd win the Olympic gold in each, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The question for discussion is: Do you think it would be possible that we'd 
have a triathlete winning an Olympic medal in another sport, e.g. swimming, cycling or running, is it possible in the same games? And what do you think the sport would be most likely that, that could happen in? But I'm going to veto this. <laughs> that, that basically gave me the idea <laughs> for the question. The I wanted to give Zlato some love for, for, Zlato. Coming, for, the, for the question. But I think there's, there's absolutely no way in hell anybody, any triathlete's going to come. But maybe you could just say, what, where close. would they do best? You know what I mean? Like, like we have a two-part question. You know, do you think they'd be able to do better in a twelve in the in the ten k or the fifteen hundred meter swim? Hmm. You know, fortunately, yeah. Or, Gomez is actually a bloody Gomez has, has set some incredible times in the pool for fifteen hundred. Has he? So yeah. So you know, so if you go, I wanted to have an Olympic theme question. So first part of the question is, so so looking at the the girls, the top girls and guys, where would the, yeah where would they get closest to in in one of the individual sports? You know, yep. the fifteen hundred, the forty k, the individual time trial, or say the ten thousand meter. Yeah. But my second question would be, and this is again the around one the one Olympics. That's your computer guy. Starting up slowly. Yeah. <laughs> Slato's like a he's a computer programmer and just, just push that button. Um if you if you know, a triathlon the Olympics gets one medal or one it's, it's, yep. you know, it's one set of medals. If we were able to have three medals at the uh, games This has nothing to do with this question. What would they be? So what's what events would you do? Would you do an Olympic distance try an Ironman and half Ironman? So would you, you could do team a try. relay team try? You had three medal sports for triathlon. Oh, it's back. back. (laughs) What would they be? Okay. Sponsor training peaks? Charts. Tell Uh, me about charts, John. No, I need my computer on. We've got time, John. I've got to be out of here in like 30 minutes. We'll do do training peaks in a moment. Okay, we'll talk about coffees of Hawaii. I've got a, I even did a coffee fact for you this week. You're on fire. You, you just loved it so much you've come and taken over the facts, I haven't you? I was feeling for you. I knew you'd be coming in off a flight. Well, you've done well, John. Some archaeological evidence shows that humans were eating coffee berries as long ago as 100,000 years. One legend says that a... Where does this go? A goat herder in Ethiopia. Oh, observed. His charges eating red berries from a nearby tree and became excited. Trying them himself, he felt great lift. By 600 AD... It's after the death of Christ, John. Mm-hmm. Just thought you'd like to know. That magic berry and uh, and the brew made from drying and grinding seeds had found its way into now Yemen on the south of the Arabian Peninsula. Nice. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So it's back, in the, back in the days of uh, the nomads and all that, Ethiopia. John, it was all if you were to go back in time... Yes. How long do you, let's say you woke up right now and you were 600 AD. AD. How, after, long, after. how long do you think you could survive? What would you What would you try to teach them? What was happening in 600 AD? Oh, I don't know. Let's say the time you can think of. Let's say around Christ time. Let's say zero. I just, I'll take along my trusty, <laughs> my trusty um, <laughs> compact computer. You'd be here. a witch. Like, he's a witch. I'd be prepared to the stake. Yeah. We'd just, I'd take along some lycra. Teach them about lycra. Oh, really? Bring, bring Endurance in sport. Yeah. Because we talked about the running thing last week, didn't we? What running thing? Well, oh, okay. Coffees of Hawaii, John. What's, what's a coffee product you like? It's just just go on there. Get, get, get discount code off IamTalk.me. Click on the logo there and you can go through. Father's Day must be coming up soon. John and I are a little bit different in the way we do the show. I'm a bit of a wing it man. Yeah. I, I, John says, you know, I quickly look through them and get to know what I need to know. John's Mr. Prepared, aren't you, mate? I need to be he, needs, And when the computer goes down, he's lost the plot, haven't you? Can't handle it. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. Can't handle it. So Coffees of Hawaii, guys, make sure you get onto Coffees of Hawaii. They're really great. Now, one thing we have got some useful, guys, if you're going to Kona this year, mm. we've got some pretty cool things happening. A, 
the weight research challenge. Yes. Are we only doing that challenge this year? Yeah, I think so. What other ones did we do? Well, we didn't end up doing much last year. No, it was all good ideas, but it didn't mm. really come to fruition, did it? Oh, and are we going to do the uh, the lap of the plane now in our tri-suits? I don't have a tri-suit. I've got one in my oh, place for you. you. Great. <laughs> Can't get out of that one. Those ones always seem like they'll be real fun, and then when you do them, you just feel like a cock. You do. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, but the guys from Iron. Or we get off the plane in Kona, and we walk off the plane in our tri-suits across <laughs> the tarmac. Okay, I think it's gold. We've got to keep them until we get to our hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go check Get the car check in Yeah Okay so But anyway The guys from Iron Band mm-hmm. You know Have you been seeing These emails Yep Well they emailed us Said we love that you guys Give us love on the show And we love your work They've got some great stuff Ironband.com I'm not sure if it's .com But check it out and They've got some great music Around Iron Man They're going to be doing Their Iron Man World Championship Tour Nice Thousands of seats They've got their, their, their Local sports stadium and, but one thing they're going to do is they're going to do an acoustic set on the coffees of Hawaii boat. Oh, they're going to try to do that. They haven't, it hasn't been confirmed. No, it's it? been confirmed. Oh, it's been confirmed. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I think it has. Hopefully it has now. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, coffees of Hawaii. So, if you come out to the boat, we'll let you know what day it's going to be. They're going to do an acoustic set. I may even bring my guitar along, John. There you go. So, there you go, coffees of Hawaii. Nice. Okay, what next, John? Well, we're either going to do... We've got... We've got 13 minutes, and I have to be gone by 13 minutes. Okay. Um, do you want to do the Newsom NFPG okay. new, new yeah, formula, or should, we do, or should we do website hey, of the week? We're struggling here, Joe, today. Bevan's eating all your cake, in case you wondered. I'm That's hungry. Okay. i got my guitar, John. You do, you do coach's corner, I'll play guitar to you. Okay. Coach's, coach's corner. There you go. Thank you very much. There we go. Me and I and Ben, we're going to be like a number one hit. Right. I just, I just sprung this so one out. I pulled it out of my butt, Ben. I did a butt pull. <laughs> you done, you done the butt pull. I done a butt pull. <laughs> I was, uh, I was t- giving some athlete and some, some instructions. Don't yesterday. tell your clients you do that with them. No. And um, it's that just something like NFG plan. It's an NFP. It's actually an NFPG plan. <laughs> NFPG plan. Oh, are you ever patent this? Um, I have now. Okay. Yep. yep. So it's the NFP jet plan. I was really just trying to get through. You know, often I get race plans through from athletes, and they're all good. You know, they've got right. I'm going to go at this pace, and I'm going to uh, go at this heart rate, and this is what I'm going to do for my nutrition. But often, what's lacking in there is any sort of mental game plan. Oh, and um, nice. and I've talked about this process before. Is is you know when you're feeling feeling good. Just go with the flow out there. But when the going gets tough, you've got to be prepared for this. And the person we interviewed, and I'm, I'm dropping a few hints here. Well, why don't we just tell them who it is? Initial, first first name begins with M, and we'll give you this, the first letter <laughs> of the second name next week. Um, okay. It's, it's, it, basically, it stands for nutrition, form slash technique, pace, and goal. And that's basically what I do when I go through my mind, when I'm going through the tough times in a race, is I'm going, right, negative thoughts start to come in. We've talked about this quite a bit over the last few months. The negative thoughts can really snowball and snowball, and that's all that just gets stuck in your head. And you can't just go into a race thinking, I'm not going to think negative thoughts. I'm not going to think, oh, I'm going to get sore legs. Because you're going to get, those thoughts are going to come in there, but we've got to have some tools to counter them. And this is one of the ones I use. So basically, first, if, if, if the going starts to get tough, I'm trying to occupy my mind a little bit and I'm thinking right nutrition what am, where am I at with my nutrition plan I've got to think about this am I on target what have I got to do before the next aid station so that's the end 
The next so one. It's, something that, it's an action you can take to replenish yourself. Yeah, but yep. also it helps to just take your mind off a little bit of the, the, sore, pain. the, the pain, the sore legs. Next thing I go through is formal techniques. So I do a body check. We talked about that once with Ali Dennis from Striding On, is basically going through my body. How's it sort of looking? What's my form like? What's my posture like? Are there aspects of my technique? And you've got to pad these things out. You know, you have these individual parts of your technique you know you need to work on. Well, I, you know what? I think most people don't know that stuff. I don't think most people actually think about it. Well, technique. they need to have a Yeah, totally. Down. I agree. But I think most people kind of just go along and get stuff and they think they have to be mentally stronger mm. but actually if you go if you're going to spend a bit of time in your off season learning good running technique developing some good riding technique doing some drill work and, and having that as a regular part of your training then you'll know the adjustments you need to make as you fatigue which mm. is massive and, but everybody will have slightly different keywords in terms yeah. of what and what different needs based there. on their bodies mm. um, next one is, is pace you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Garmin convert in terms of my uh, my my GPS unit, um, and so where am I at with pace? You know, am I on pace or not? And then the next thing I do is basically set myself a little goal. You know, wherever I'm on the course, is that goal going to be just to get to the next aid station? Is it going to be to get to the top of the next hill? So I basically go through that four-stage um, process of um, NFPG, so nutrition, form, pace, goal. And I'm basically going through that. When the going gets tough, that's what I, what I go through. I am also interested to find out a bit more about, again, the person we, we interviewed. I'll, I'll, let away, I'll, I'll give away the, the initial, the second, second name, A. Does it rhyme with smart melon? <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but this particular person talks a lot about your mind going quiet. So it's actually the, almost the opposite of here. I'm trying to occupy my John, mind. That was a good interview. We, we, that guy who's won six of Kona's, yeah. um, that was... It was a pretty good interview, wasn't it? It was good. It was good because we went for a different angle. Mm. We went with, you know, he did tell a little bit of the 89 story, but also John asked what the gold question. What happened in 89? Was it a... Was it? There's some kind of war on in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, um, it, was, it was coming out in September. So anyway, back to John's. So I figured out you call it Nifpig. Nifpig. <laughs> so Nifpig. If you're struggling in the game, just go Nifpig. The Newsome Nifpig. There you go. Newsome Nifpig. So that's just saying, I just keep saying it a couple of times this week. I had a few people racing and I keep saying the same thing. So uh, yeah, the Newsome Nifpig. Nutrition, form, pace, goal. Get some processes in your mind to be ready for when the going gets tough so you're not t- constantly going through sort of a negative thought process. Good. So is, it, is, it, is Nifpig done? Nifpig is done and dusted. Training peaks? Charts. I've got to get that up. I've got to get connected to the net because oh. I need to pull it up. Well, just talk about training peaks. Tell about something else. Just have to wing it, John. Let's see what, what, what John oh, talked about. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll tie in a question here for training peaks. So we had a question in from Thomas Fernandez. Question for Coach John. John, I have a bit of a challenge in determining how I look at the data from training. Due to the long bike rides associated with Ironman training, I purchased an Edge 800 for mapping software and cost software functionality which I find very useful when plotting out a new ride for five or six hours. Meanwhile I use my 910XT for running, swimming and obviously racing. The challenge is is that the 800 supports metrics such as TSS which we've talked about and IF intensity factor um, while the 910 supports training effect. Do these metrics relate to one another and is there any way to decipher this info effectively? Thanks Tom. Um, and good old uh, Dan from Training Peaks, he's in the software support. He said, simply put, training effect is a heart rate only version of our training stress score. While capable of monitoring a particular session, session's training stress based on 
heart rate, it is limited to heart rate which is less accurate than power or pace TSS. Let Thomas know he upload um, and derive TSS from his 910 just as he does his 800 since the 910 is one of the 90 plus devices we're directly compatible with. The 910 is a great device because he can upload swim workouts with pace, bike workouts with power and run with pace to get an accurate TSS for each sport type which will lead to a more accurate training load analysis um, than simply using heart rate. If he's having difficulties um, getting his 910 to upload to Training Peaks he's not, or is not calculating his TSS, please have him send a ticket to us directly at support at training peak at peaksoftware.com. So I've got to agree with Dan here 100%. I've recently had a few guys get the, the Garmin 910 and they with Training Peaks they're just loving it. It's basically boom, where every single session, just upload it through Device Agent. It takes no time at ever. They don't have to think anymore. They basically just have to go up there, upload the session, put in some comments, but all of a sudden, all of your swim volumes are up there, all of your bike volume, all of your pace work is up there, and then you can go on to using the charts, you can do you know, distance per week, how much time you're spending in each particular zone, and that's where I was going to bring in the charts, and I'll probably end up doing that next week, but I've got to say, with Device Agent, seriously, it makes your training so much simpler, so get on to imtalk.me, click on the logo, and uh, sign yourself up for a, either a free account, or if you want to go for the premium, where you do get access to a lot more of the charts, make sure you use the code IMTALK for a 15% Discounts. So yeah, check it out. And if you've got those tools, you need this. You need training picks, don't you? Because what's the point yeah. of having the tools if you can't read the, if you can't get quality information around it? That's why you buy it, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. So, yep. Anyway, so, um, check it out. Trainingpeaks.com. Do you want to do questions and answers or if, um, website? We've got we've got six minutes. Just take a pause for one minute, and I can just get my thoughts. Well, we've already got six minutes. We haven't got time for pause for one minute. Okay. Website of the week. Um. <laughs> Yes. Yes, website of the week. Wait. Try Juice the Juicinator, Nick the Juicinator, Morellas. Oh, but I haven't got that website in front of me now. But John, I'm going to put it up. Okay. And he's got the most, 2012 list of exotic, unique triathlons ever around the whole entire world. And there's a great list on here. It's really got some, it really has, it's got some interesting races on here. Um, and some bizarre places to go racing. Um, you've got one here in Iceland that, Agar Triathlon. Do you know, I, I learned an interesting fact about Iceland the other day, John. What's the fact? Now, whoever invented Iceland and Greenland, Greenland's actually colder than Iceland, but they called themselves Iceland to scare off the people because they thought it'd be too hard to attack. Yeah, so, so that's pretty interesting, wasn't it? Um, Banff, that doesn't sound that exotic, exotic but keep scrolling down some other places. Challenge Wanaka, awesome location, but some of these, this one here, Look the Galapagos Triathlon. It's an Olympic distance. The Galapagos Islands, my parents have been there, it's just spectacular. The Himalayan Rush Triathlon, another Olympic distance in the Himalayas. In the Inferno Triathlon, which is in Switzerland, Axel um, raves about that race. It's, I think I've seen him do it. Yeah. He did it at speech, didn't he? Yeah, 3.1k swim, 97k bike 30k um mountain mountain bike, bike 25k run um you sri lanka 70.3 i didn't even know they had one yep pat ferris won that last year oh, man, Champions Champions not, Israel is, man. We've had we, one. We, people talk that one up rev 3 costa rica apparently that's spectacular um so he's monica monica Tristar. that's still going is it yep so it's um guam guam that's probably held on an army base or something over there, Exterra. So go on to um, tryjuice.com and check it out. Juice and I has done some good work there with some really exotic, cool races. And uh, yeah, it's just good to, good, to, good to see some different ones. Well, it is good because it's good because, hey, it became, you made a plug on the website, mate. Oh, we're sharing the love. Look at 
that. If you're interested in coming on Epic Camp into Kona next year, you need to get off your butt because it's getting pretty close to being sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty happy. Pretty happy. Look, I've never seen him look so happy. <laughs> eh? And you know why I'm even happy? I booked my tickets last night. Just, 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 Don't say just you're going on in New Zealand. I'm going on in New oh, Zealand. John, forget this. Put I look, me on Jester. I looked about a week ago, about sixteen hundred bucks return. Went on last night, some deal on twelve hundred bucks. Boom, bye. Return. Yeah, that's a good deal. That's a good deal, John. Twelve hundred bucks. I'm gutted. You know why? Because I've just been upgraded to silver member. Yeah. And if we'd had in New Zealand, we'd have got closer to gold. Ugh. Anyway, last sponsor, John. We're, we're flying through the show. Extreme endurance. Okay, let's. Got let, we've got thirty seconds. Go. 30 seconds go yes, right. yes, yes. What's it, what, Elevator pitch go um, Pressure Bevan Pressure well, That's what you do In an elevator pitch <laughs> You go Okay try me Ready go Have we have we had anybody That's given us Negative feedback About extreme endurance No but negative. I'm going to Elevator pitch What's your What Oh, you've not heard of an elevator Just pitch. Do it, do it. Go elevator pitch is when you walk into an elevator and someone you want to impress with your business. Yeah. And how can you sell your business in thirty seconds? Do you want to have less sore legs? Yes. Do you want to go faster? Yes. Do you have a small willy? <laughs> <laughs> Debatable. <laughs> what are you comparing it against? Uh, <laughs> it's worth stream endurance help. Yeah, I don't know. Buy me bottles by the company. But in all honesty, guys, we have we just constantly get positive feedback, whether it be through improved performance with how the Howtow 5K test, whether it be through guys, guys, can't speed. Me in particular, you get a bigger willy. There you go. Extreme <laughs> endurance. It's a Bevan Isles guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. Joe's in the background, eh, baby? We're the treat. There you go. Keep on going and going. Keep on going. Okay. John, this so, has to go down as the best show ever. Extraxendurance.com. Sponsors are. Um, check it out. Give them a bit of love on Facebook as well. If, you, if you've been using their product, go on to Give them what sponsors love. On Facebook, give them a Tell bit them you, you use us because <laughs> if you don't tell them, then they don't know. Xendurance.com. Okay, Athlinks, Coffees of Hawaii, Extreme Endurance. You guys rock. SLS Try. John, this is a try classic us. show. Classic show. Yep. Yep. What right. do you got on for the rest of the day? I've got to go out for a run. I've got to run home. I've got to, leave my, I've got to leave my laptop here. I had to get dropped up here. And I've got Why to you run, run? Because I've got, I've, got, I've got middle-aged spread going on. And I've got to get home. Oh, you're putting a bit of weight yeah, on yeah. <laughs> And I've got to get home. And so I've got to leave my laptop here and I've got to come and get it later. Not that it's worth probably, much these days. I'll probably five dollars on trade me for dollar, you. Dollar on trade me. <laughs> okay, well, that was brilliant. Brilliant. You've got to go to coaching. I've got to coach. I, okay. I even had stories tonight, Bevan. And we haven't what got about? Go on, I've got two minutes. Go. Okay, so letter of the week, preschool. Kids oh, have okay, to take right, a, 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 for Apple, which is good. Thomas comes me. in on Monday, says, I've got a letter of the week, Daddy. I need an X-ray. I said, oh, I've got an X-ray here. Because when I went to Kona in 2005, I killed myself. And, and, and you I brought thought, the X-ray home with you? I thought I had a stress fraction. I got an oh, X-ray back okay. here, full X-ray of all my whole hip area, nice. you know, life-size yep. hip area. Thing. Yep. So I said, Thomas, Sharing take, take this Sharing experience? Dad's in. bones? Dad's bones. Yep. And um, took it in and um, took it in the class and Belinda was with him. And the teacher said, um, what do you got there? Oh, I've got one of Daddy's X-ray. And the teacher said, oh, well, what area? And Belinda said, oh, it's of his groin area. And um, they said, oh, we better not look too close then. And Belinda looked at it and realised... <laughs> Had Thomas, you, give that to me now. Had you been using extreme endurance? And I've been taking too much extreme endurance. <laughs> I didn't even look at it when I thinned, but there was more than just bones showing, if you know what I mean. <laughs> That's cold. But having said that, it was quite flattering. Yeah, was, oh, was really? Like, I was it's, like, you can leave that there, well, Thomas. you're comparing it to bones, but aren't you? Yeah. So if, you're, if it's leaks comparing to, but if it's bones, yeah. it's, you know, it's not much. Yeah, okay, nice. Good work. So, so there you go. So, finally so he could be proud of I his dad. I normally don't come here prepared with stories. No, it was a good story. Yeah. I don't really have many stories because I've been in Hong Kong. And you got one minute. you got to get to your training. Yeah, so my story, I'll have a good story for you guys next week. Yeah. 
Glad the Olympics are over. I was a little bit tired. Shit, we were getting Yeah, I was pretty tired. It was good, but it was tired. Well done, your palms. We're proud of you. Iron Russ. Iron Man, do it. Train hard. Train smart. Kia kaha. Kia kaha. Kia kaha.